Can I do something for you, Mr. Bond? Uh, just a drink. A martini, shaken not. Welcome to Shake and Not Nerd, episode 13, Magic Week. Magic Week. Do you believe in magic in a young girl's heart? Magic Week. Mag- magic Week. We're talking all things magic. In. Like love. Thanks, Stevie Wonder. <laughs> <laughs> How was your week this week? What are you doing? What are you doing? No, what are you doing? What are you doing? No, what are you doing? What are you doing? It started off on a Monday, and and it's currently Saturday, so it's it's been at least five days. And we had a public holiday this week. Yeah. You, you did. You did. <laughs> Some of us had to work. Some of us got extra money. You did. Yeah, but I haven't touched it yet with my money. <laughs> that uh, new television's looking pretty good. That Google, Google <laughs> yeah, Pixel's looking pretty good. That, that fucking Nintendo Switch. The giant Surface is looking pretty good. Yeah. If I keep working these public holidays, soon I will be able to afford an avocado tree. <laughs> People nowadays would rather own an avocado tree than a house. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Avocados and mangoes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yes, been up to anything this week? Uh, I had my first... Not real session, but my first cardio session back at gym after two weeks off for a tattoo. Fat cow? Yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of... <laughs> <laughs> the end of it. Fat asthmatic kid. Those penguins are them full of chocolate. It was a bit like that, but it was also some of the guys who were like, oh, man, we'd be missing you. And I'm like, yeah, I had this. And they're like, oh, that's fucking cool. So. Yeah, you just keep thinking people care about you. You know what? They came at me more. Oh, than they me. really missed you with your shitty mustache. <laughs> they did notice the mustache. Yeah, <laughs> that's the other thing, people. Dusham has shaved his face, but left some terribly ugly mutton chops and a porn star mustache. Nothing wrong with my mutton chops. Yeah, fucking horrible. <laughs> it's Macy Gray with pork chop sideburns. <laughs> 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 they look terrible. Your mustache looks like you gave a rim job to a blonde kid. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we got my brother's wedding coming up, and I don't know whether to keep it for the wedding just to look awful in the photos, being like De- all deliberately looking awful in all the photos with like a goofy you smile and a mustache. Not just like look goofy, just be real seedy with that mustache <laughs> in the background. In the just background, just staring all... at the bridesmaids, like mm. in the background, just being just drinking milk. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a beard. I've just got all the foam on my mustache. Ooh, the bubbles—they tickle my tongue. <laughs> You've got a mustache. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's kick things off this week. This week's news and current events. Channel 4 News with five-time Emmy Award winning anchor, Ron Burgundy. You can go first. Tit for tat time. <coughs> Titties for tatties. <laughs> I got the tits. You got... You know, I got the tats. You got the tits because I ain't got no tits. Mine are pecs. <laughs> Some of us have been going to gym. Point number one in the news. <laughs> I haven't been going to gym. <laughs> <laughs> This just in, you're a fat fuck. <laughs> wow. First part of my news, um, okay. just being put up in our Facebook as well, The Simpsons has been renewed for two more seasons, making it the largest number of episodes for any scripted series. Did you like that voice? Yeah. I did. Hmm. So, uh, the common census is seasons like 1 to 12 are the best, and then everything after that is pretty shit until it gets to like another particular season and it becomes good again. Yeah, it started to get 
real shit. Again. Yeah, it got real shit for a while there, and then it's kind of somehow started to get the Family get, Guy. Yeah, and that was the problem. And then they realised no Family Guy actually liked The Simpsons. And they also relied, like, they really relied on hashing some old jokes. Like they, one of the newer episodes that I'd seen was, um, it was essentially Mr. Burns in a shopping centre again, and it was the ketchup, ketchup. and cats uh, again. It's like it's good what? for the first time, and it's good when you watch it again for the fiftieth time, but not seeing a second reiteration yeah, of a joke. Exactly. It was a bit like mm. you've done it before. Yeah, but either way, everyone loves The Simpsons. Eventually, I feel like it has to end, though. It does. It's going to be sad. They'll but be. They at can't the keep same going. Time, yeah. Kind of needs to end so that people can appreciate it more as well. It's yes. like a good artist. You gotta let Picasso kill himself so that you can enjoy his art. Let Picasso kill himself. Yeah, do you don't you know anything about art? Picasso killed himself. Uh, <laughs> Stabbed himself to death with the back of a paintbrush. paintbrush. <laughs> <laughs> he drowned himself in a bucket of paint. He died for our sins so that we could have Microsoft Paint. <laughs> wow. Uh, yes, okay. On that, I'm going to go into my news and leave you alone in the dust for you, Simpsons. Oh, thanks. John Wick director for Deadpool 2 reports that David Leach. He's a strong front runner for Deadpool 2. Have you seen John Wick? Yes. What do you think? First one was really cool. Yeah? Second one, which is... It's due for release, Yeah, surely, soon. Yeah. I'm not sure. I can't remember exactly on the date now, but it was really cool. It was more the idea of it. Um, I'm trying to think of the actual directing of it, whether or not it was any good. Um, I don't think there was anything really stand out about the directing itself that was awesome. I think it was more the idea and story of it that okay. I thought was really interesting. Well, I can't provide any opinion on that. I haven't seen any of his films. <laughs> but, yes, along with that... Your news? So, you said that the director's dropped out. Oh, yes. Did you also hear, along with that... Well, if, if, if you look right have here... Have you got it? That note there. Composer, yeah. junkie, Why XL. would you not put those two bits of news together? Because... It's like you don't even know how to podcast. <laughs> that was Monday. That was Thursday. <laughs> That's in order. <laughs> That's the news it came out in. God, it's like working with amateurs. Like, who is this guy, Riri? <laughs> is he yeah, some so kind of moron? <laughs> not only we had the director pull out from the first Deadpool movie, but because of that, the, compo- the composer, composer, yes, yes. yeah, Junkie XL yes. has left. Do you have a quote from his, from him? No, I don't. Well, I do. <laughs> Go Deadpool on. without Tim at the helm just doesn't... Why am I saying it like Michael Caine? Okay, no, because we're, we're all talking right, Michael You're only supposed to blow the bloody doors off. <laughs> I failed you. <laughs> I failed you. Uh, Deadpool without Tim at the helm just doesn't sit right with me, and that's why I have decided not to be involved in the second chapter. Fake all. Interesting, but at the same time, was the like, actual... Other than the cool songs in it, the soundtrack itself, like... I don't think it was anything that um, stand out special. I can yeah. think of. Like, it has some really cool songs in there, but the soundtrack itself, I can't remember. I which cannot tells remember. me, like, you know, whoop de doo, someone else. Whoop de doo, Basil, what does it all mean? <laughs> exactly. And to be honest, I think with Deadpool, it's going to be more so the the script quality than. The composing music quality. Yes, yes. and But without the director at the helm, how will it go? What will happen? Well, we don't really know how much of an input Ryan Reynolds and anybody else had on the first movie. We don't know if it was the the director, David Leach, Lynch? 
No, David Lynch is wanting who's a front runner for Deadpool oh. two. Tim Tim Miller. That's one. Yeah. Yeah, we don't know how much impact Tim Miller actually had on the first movie, so it's gonna be hard to tell what When you think about it, sometimes impact. directors have no control exactly. over the story, they just Particularly film it. when it's you know, some of these big comic book chain movies, mm. we're hearing more and more that they don't have that much of an impact. When you've got a music composer that does all the music and sound and you've got a script and it's based on comic books and then you've got the editors and things like that, the director, sometimes they even have a cinematographer, so that takes that part out of the directing as well. So you're telling me in episodes one, two and three, George Lucas did nothing. (laughs) (laughs) We can't blame George Lucas. He wrote the story. (laughs) Yeah, you ruined it. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, that's what I mean. Like these days, you know, back in the day, a director did almost everything in the movie. Spielberg days, yeah. And these days, you know, you have he made cinematographer. The, Spielberg made the shark for Jaws. Mm. He made the dinosaurs. He well, did he, it all he, himself. He, he, by did hand. All, yeah. he whittled the shark out of a piece of driftwood, and <laughs> that's is, why it didn't work. In his mum's basement. <laughs> uh, your next news? Yeah, my next piece of news. Uh, also, just put up on our Facebook page. Uh, the Lego Batman movie trailer the, numero four has been I saw been that released. this morning, yeah, that yeah. was cool. Really cool. And it's got some really cool voice actors in it It's got well. Zach Galifianakis in it, I yeah, saw. Yeah, I think it, he's yeah. the Joker. And Michael Cera, I think, is... Robin. Robin, yeah. Who's the one who's, play, who's playing Alfred? I didn't see who's playing Alfred. Alfred, um... British. British? Yeah, he's British, and I just went mind blank because... What's he in? Give me a movie he's in, don't Google it. No, this is the real game. This is the real thing, son. This, we ain't playing around here. What <laughs> is he in? Oh, my God. Why must you be Googling? Keep talking if you're going to Google in. No, just edit this out. No, I'm not going to. It's a lot of work. Yeah. It's a lot of work. Nobody wants I'm to lazy. listen to this. Who's Alfred? Zach Galifianakis. No, that Ralph Fiennes. There you go. You couldn't have said M from Skyfall. I forgot entirely <laughs> you who it was. You couldn't have said Voldemort. I forgot who it was. Fucking hell. <laughs> Ralph Fiennes. <laughs> Ralph Fiennes, yeah. You can tell from his voice straight away. You're like, oh, I know that guy. Uh, it was like, it sounds familiar, but I'm like, I, I'm not going to do any research onto who it is. I'll just ask you on the, on the fly. <laughs> yeah, clear. let's just push everything onto Ian. Everything that goes wrong is Ian's fault. George Lucas did. That's what you did. You fucking pushed it all onto me. <laughs> anyway, you that's what compare me to George Lucas. <laughs> Don't you dare. How <laughs> <laughs> oh, dare. Oh, Tears. <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway, the new trailer looks pretty awesome. And, you know, the first, the actual Lego <clears throat> movie itself was a bit of a for me. A lot of people it. did like it, but. Chris Pratt? Really, the best part about it... Will Ferrell. Was, uh, yeah, Will Ferrell as was the villain and Batman. <laughs> so And Billy D. Williams rocking up in the Millennium Falcon for one scene. No, that was, that was not, great. not really that cool. But either way, everyone knows that one of the best characters in the Lego movie was Batman anyway. And and hence spaceship. why it's getting its own movie. And Spaceship Go. Yeah, well, not important. Oh, Batman. Wow. All right, <laughs> is that it? Are you done? Did I mention Ralph Fiennes was in it? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm surprised you don't have this in your news. Leaked photos of Alien Covenant. Mm. Mm. I took a look at these and failed to share them with you. Thanks for that. Just like you failed to pick up the printout of our run sheet this week. <laughs> it's sitting in the work printer. <laughs> we don't blame people on this podcast. We, we take equal share for George Lucas. <laughs> Judas. Your, oh, what's his name? Oh, yeah, why don't you keep talking while you're Googling? <laughs> you're Carl from fucking Fresh Prince. Yeah, well, you're 
Asian guy from The Walking Dead. Glenn? Yeah. Don't you... It's too soon. Evidently my psychoptic friend here. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. That's why. <laughs> you think you could do this on my own podcast? You're fucking wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, there was leaked photos of Alien Covenant. Uh, there's new egg designs for... They look like a mixture of, like... You know how there was that fucked up alien at the end of Prometheus? Yeah. They look like egg designs similarly based on that, okay. rather than them being sort of, when you see them for the first time, you can barely see the lips around the top. That's why it's a bit of a shock. Mm. You can actually see, like, proper grooves and lips in them. Oh, okay. Um, the aliens look different, so rather than having their traditional look, they actually have, like, a jawline sort of smile thing going up on the front of their face. Okay. So more of a... So we actually got to see what the aliens themselves look mm. like. Mm. Um, bigger face huggers. Bigger. Huge face huggers. I kind of like that. So it's the not... Of a giant face hugger. Yeah. Well, apparently, a queen face hugger is massive, but we don't really see it. How does a queen face hugger exist? Because it's a face hugger that holds a neck of a queen. Oh, right. Yeah. So apparently, that's what jumps on Sigourney Weaver, but you never really see it, I don't think. Yeah, you don't. Um, you don't really. And with that, because, like you said, my news is all over the place on this piece of paper, Michael Fassbender is playing two robots in Alien Covenant. I'm guessing they're probably the same character because is, they're robots. Yes. <laughs> One is Michael, who's the character carryover from Prometheus, yep. and another is Walter. So I it'll knew. it'll probably exact be exact same as David. Yeah, it'll be the exact same as David. 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 Yeah. I don't know where you got Michael. I don't. From, yeah, I don't know why I wrote the Michael. The character's name is David. The trick is not minding that I wrote this down wrong. <laughs> the trick is not minding that your co-host is shit. Why, why do we keep <laughs> doing this? Why do I keep going back to that voice? You're getting, you're getting better at impersonations. I will give you that. No, no, you did start off shit back when we first met. Oh, thanks for that. You're welcome. You're a lot you're better. You're still shit if that makes you feel any better. Button chops. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> I have to look at them because you're right next to me. Like Wolf Hour, he's got the cardboard cutout express. Yeah. <laughs> it's making it very hard to podcast. Thanks, Michael Kane. On yeah. to your next piece of news. All right. Rami Malek. Assuming I'm still saying this name wrong, we have spoken about him before in previous podcasts. He's from the TV show Mr. Robot. Oh, yes. Okay. Yep. 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 Haven't seen that. That actor will be playing Freddie Mercury in the biopic for Queen slash Freddie Mercury. Oh, cool. I believe the biopic is going to be called um, Bohemian Rhapsody. That's actually a really cool name for a biopic. Yeah. So. Very cool. Originally, a long, long time ago. I've been hearing about this biopic since we were probably in fucking school. Originally, the that rumor was so was, long ago. Yeah, originally the rumor was that Sasha Carabowen. Sasha Carabowen. Which one is it? Sasha Baron Cohen. There you go. That there one. He was going to be playing Freddy. Borat to play Freddy. Yeah. I'd like to do a song for you. Uh, ride my bicycle. <laughs> All right. Maybe not as. <laughs> he's like, on stage in the man Can you tell he's gay? <laughs> 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 Fucking hell. Um... <laughs> Yeah, maybe not from a comedy perspective, but he has a really good voice. He does. He can he, sing. He can sing. And he, Push ever the fish. <laughs> ever the beer. Okay, go on. But yeah, he also, you know, from a non-comedy perspective, is a, not a bad actor either. Yes. Uh, but yes, I don't actually, I've never actually watched Mr. Robert, so I can't speak on Rami Malek's acting ability. Mm. Looking the part, though, he does, he does have the same kind of facial structure. Okay. Again, never heard him sing either. Thank God they're so. not using Adam Lambert. Yeah. He did a good job there. <laughs> <laughs> He's a good singer, but yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Go, Alan. Okay. Ellen will return for Stranger Things 2. Ele- Ellen. Eleven. Alan. Ellen DeGeneres will return for Stranger Things 2. Alan. Alan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, will return for Stranger Things 2. 
11. 11. So... Now, spoiler alert, we saw at the... You, we know at the end that she sort of disappears with the monster. Hmm. Uh, and then uh, the, the the sheriff, cop. the cop, puts a, a couple of uh, egos in a box, and then he lifts the box, leaves it up, and the egos are gone. Yeah. And she loved egos. Which kind of insinuates to the fact that maybe she is... She's in the, in the, the upside down. Yeah, the upside down realm. Mm. Um, another thing that I think would be really cool if they did bring it in was, yes, we know Eleven exists, but would it not be really cool to see some of the other experiments as well that happened? Maybe we Ooh. could have a number 15. <laughs> mm, yeah, that could be a cool idea, actually. Yeah, well, we do know that as well. At the very Make end, it the kid who gets bullied and gets his arm broken. <laughs> wouldn't be bad, but... Um, I'd like to see some, maybe an adult version as well. Maybe an adult character. That could be alright. Um, I think it's going to focus a lot more on the cop, because the cop seems to have kind of taken off as well. He He was pretty good in it. Yeah. But we do know from the last episode that he was also, uh, how would you say it, ushered into a car. Yeah, he left the hospital and he got into a car with people that drove off. Which could be some government X-Files kinds of thing going on, or... Could be part of the same company again. Don't really know what's going on there, but pretty good. Mm. 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 Go on. I've only got one more piece of news. Oh, okay, fair enough. Uh, Ryan Reynolds lent his Deadpool costume to Taylor Swift for Halloween. Did you see that? No. So for Halloween, Ryan Reynolds let Taylor Swift borrow his Deadpool costume so she can dress up as Deadpool for Halloween. What? So there's photos of her in a full Deadpool costume. It's How thanks, would that Ryan Reynolds. Fit her. I don't know. Maybe she got fat. <laughs> Don't you ruin this for me. I will ruin who Emma and who So Emma when she went to take it off, do you think <clears> she she um shook it off? Would you say that now, she these had, are jokes we can't have in a couple weeks? She had to shake it off. <laughs> these are jokes we can't have at some point. <laughs> <laughs> We've talked about this. Um I've got two pieces of news, then you can do your last one, and then I've got a last one for you as well. Alright. <clears throat> Wonder Woman trailer? Is that on your news? No, I was gonna put it on my news. Lucky I didn't. No. What do you think? I can't even do the music. Bane and Wonder Woman get it on yeah. in their own theatrical theme songs. Looks awesome, this trailer. It does look pretty good. It looks really awesome. And my personal point of view, I think it looks even better than Justice League does. Okay. Um, I hope that it's a bit of a, from the looks of it even... Kind of a DC version of Thor. Yeah, it looks like it. Even some of the shots yeah. look exactly the same. Hopefully it's got some more comedy. In it it's, it's, has a lot more aspect that allows there to be a lot more comedy. In Chris it. Pine will give you the comedy. Chris Pine will... William Shatner will give you <laughs> Chris Pine will give you a bit more comedy. But also, hopefully you'll get some of that um, comedy that we kind of get with Thor, which is just like a person who's who, not, who's not of this world. Yeah, not of this world, and just doesn't understand what people mean and speak. Well, of. You get that at the end of the trailer where she's like, "How can you wear this outfit and fight? It's not for fighting." Yeah, and yeah. the woman's like, "Oh, you fight with your words," and it's like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, it's a bit weird, but I think it looks really good. But we also had some Nazis in there. I think it was. Uh, no, I think it's World War One. World War One. So I think it's... Germans. Yeah. <laughs> Not Nazis, just Germans. Whatever Battlefield 1 is on. <laughs> Germans. <laughs> Germans. Um, it's also got the main bad guy from the original Wolverine Origins film. I've forgotten the actor's name. It yeah. looks like Major Nelson from Xbox. He does, actually. <laughs> little Xbox One sticker. Little, little Xbox One sticker. He was actually at uh, his dad's Melbourne. He's Hex. Yeah. Also he was at EB in Swanson Street as well, I oh, think. Oh, There's also the IGN. A girl from IGN is down. Like the US IGN is oh. down for Pax. What's her face? Uh, Alana Pierce. Oh. 
The only one I know is that Naomi Naomi Kyle. Yeah. Uh, No, it's just a chick who went from Brisbane to the US to do IGN. So she's Australian. Yes. So I don't care. So, (laughs) no, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so she's a lot of people actually coming out for for PAX. Very strange. Yeah. PAX, damn it, we should have gone. We should have gone. Actually, we had Alan from Type 40 asking if we're going. Yeah. Fuck. Sure. <laughs> we forgot. Give us tickets. <laughs> uh, and then we had our first look at Neil Patrick Harris as Count Olaf. Yeah. That's not your last piece of news, is it? No. Thank God. Um, what do you I think? didn't put on my news because I knew you'd put on your news. Uh, I'm a big, big fan I... of the uh, original movie. I'm not impressed, particularly, to be honest. It's hard for me not to draw comparisons to with... Barney. No. Well, to Barney, but also to Jim Carrey's... Jim Carrey has the physique for it. Jim Carrey is just a more entertaining actor and suited the role for some reason. Mm. Um, The problem that I have is that Count Olaf, yes, he's a very intimidating character, Mm -hmm. but when you've got Neil Patrick Harris... As Olaf, he didn't come across as that. It came across as Barney trying to seem scary, but he's not because he still sounds the same. The trailer is one line from Olaf, though, so that's... It's it's also you read... His voice was still exactly the same. It didn't even try to sound different. Uh, Well, we've had this discussion. I reckon they're basing Olaf's voice on just standard Neil Patrick Harris because he always changes his character to try to get the kids. Yeah. Captain Sharp. But the problem is that his normal voice... And is just not intimidating <clears throat> at all. And that when he's in his normal form, that's when he's supposed to be the most intimidating. Yeah, not true. when he's playing a sea shanty. Captain Sham. <laughs> I'm your new guardian. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah, yet to be convinced. I just haven't seen Neil Patrick Harris be like another thing, he has to be able to play multiple characters essentially. Yes. I'm yet to see Neil Patrick Harris play anything that doesn't look like Neil Patrick or sound like Neil Patrick. You don't remember any of the plays where he dresses up like an old person? And he was exactly the same. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I'm looking forward to it. I reckon he might be able to pull it off. We'll wait and see. A A lot of people are very excited for it. But, eh. I like... uh, Hopefully the rest of the movie can make up. Patrick Warburton for it as a narrator will be awesome. I reckon that'll be really cool. Hopefully they put a lot more of the narrating into it because in the movie we didn't get much. <clears> you got a little bit like here and there between the it's sort just of so the much acts. story it had to tell it. Yeah, didn't really have much of a chance. Maybe they'll do a season per book, so twelve seasons. Good because they they grow up as the books go. Yeah, which would probably be the best way to do it. Yeah. And I suspect that'd be the way they would do it. Yeah. Is it twelve books? I think so. Oh, you know more the, than I do. I had the first three. I didn't. <laughs> yeah, 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 tell us your story about your series of unfortunate... Yeah, the only one I had was a blank... It was called The Blank Book. It was just a notebook. <laughs> it was a blank... Yeah. It, was a, it had like a $20 price tag sticker yeah. on the back and it was just a it blank book. series of unfortunate events, The Blank Book. <laughs> <laughs> Write your own novel, kid. Yeah. No, but it was pretty cool. It was, cool. It was a cool It had, it had some writing around it and things like... And quote, it looked like an old stuff like that. sort of yeah. pages. I kind of wish I did grow up with them because they are pretty cool books, stories. I've got them if you want them. Yeah. My last piece of news... Your last piece... So, this week will we... This week will we... <laughs> this week we're reviewing Doctor Strange. Yes. So, on that, Doctor Strange, uh, from Thursday night's opening, mm-hmm. made $9.4 million. Do you want to compare that? Yes. So, that obviously beat Thor Dark World, yep. which opened to 7.1. 
Thor Dark World was a pretty good movie, though. Yeah, and it did quite well as well. Mm. And it has earned over two million more in the opening. Jesus. So, go Jesus! It's doing quite well. Mm. And we'll dive into our thoughts on that, but that's actually pretty impressive as well for a character that a lot of people don't actually know. Yes. So, like, he's a smaller character, say, on the lines of Ant-Man. Marvel has been very fortunate with all their kind of unknown characters doing and acting very choices. Well. Yes, and their acting choices. That was the that was. Y- but you got to realize at the start, Chris Hemsworth wasn't anybody. Yes, that's true. And but Thor was, you know, nobody really expected Thor to do well. And yeah, good point. But Benedict Cumberbatch for Doctor Stephen yeah. Strange was probably a great acting choice. It was a very well. He's a very popular actor right now, so. That's just because of how well Marvel's doing, and that's how they were able to get him, really. Well, apparently they approached him for it, and he said yes, because he likes them. He apparently overheard that he used to read Doctor Strange books, so he knows of the character, and he likes the mystical aspect of him compared to everyone else. Oh, I didn't know that. Did I know get? that when he was on his interview with uh, Jimmy Kimmel, mm-hmm. Jimmy Kimmel had read the comics and really liked that character. Yeah. He was a bit of a Doctor Strange nerd, apparently. Well, my last piece of news, it's not as big as yours, unfortunately. Oh. But it will, it might, it might be like, yeah, that's awesome. But it also might, it's pretty cool. You read it, didn't you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> There's going to be a reboot of the Starship Trooper movie. Could be all right. Um, Our mates at Spike the Puns will be like, oh, God. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Could be all right. Depends on how well they do it. It's such a hard movie to pull off. Now, they, they need my client size. <laughs> That movie came out when action movies Space drama. were fucking huge. The what? 80s when action movies sold like hotcakes. Well, and, and a hot plate. And a hot plate. <laughs> now, it won't be an exact remake of the 97 film. I should hope not, because that will not do well. Yeah, they'll have, uh, what's the bitch's name? Denise Richards in it. Um, she'll try to portray herself as sexy, and you'll see her, her skin <laughs> melting off her body. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it will draw from the same source, Mysterio, which is a 1959 sci-fi novel by Robert A. Heinlein, uh, which Hopefully will tell a story between more. alien bugs and humans. Mm. Hopefully it's a bit more of a realistic-y approach, because yes. yeah, the campy 80s action will not fly in this decade. You know what to do, Rico. Uh, you know what to do. You got to see boobs. And there were aliens, and, um, and the budget—the budget was so low. They just used—you could tell they just used paintball, paintball paint because everything was green or bright orange. <laughs> it was horrible. Ah, good stuff. But that's the news. That's the news for this week. Thanks. I'm going to start coming up with our own theme tunes for things. Write the theme tune, sing the, the theme tune. But yes, keeping with our theme of Magic Week, the theme this week, this weekly theme, this week, this theme, the theme of this week. My God! Our first segment for this week will be Duty's top three magical moments in comics. <laughs> Stay tuned. Alrighty. Alrighty then. What's the week this thing? What's the theme this week? We just said it. I know. Magic. <laughs> So, we haven't done these segments in a while in relation to favourite comic of the week or favourite game or shit like that. So we thought we'd bring it back. Just bring it back. Sing it back? No. Bring it back. No. Bring it back <laughs> to who? You. Get it. Uh, <laughs> so, I've written down and uh, 
I'm the nerd out of the both of us, but I don't own a large amount of comic books. And, uh, uh, yeah, could, bookshelf yeah. tends to differ there. <laughs> They're vinyls. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I've written down my top three favourite magical moments in comics. Yes. 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 So let us start with number three. Divulge, my friend, divulge. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. So, the book is Justice League Trinity War. Here's yes. your Frank cover. Oh, to describe it for everybody... It's Superman, Wonder Woman, Batman, Skull, and a chick with a gun. Lots of red. (laughs) Yes. Best way to describe it. Anyway, essentially the story of this is uh, there is a girl by the name of Pandora. She opens up a box. Pandora's box. No. No. (laughs) Um, But this is set clearly in sort of ancient times. Um, Demons come out and her job, she wants to essentially pull the demons back in and put them back in the box. Oh, yeah. Justice League split into three teams. Superman... Kills a person. Wonder Woman wants to fix Superman. Batman doesn't, like, don't trust the box. And if you grab the box, you turn evil. You grow a third eye, you turn evil. Turns out, though, the box isn't used to open spirits. It's a, uh, it's a portal to Universe 3, which is the evil universe, is which brings out the evil Justice League. What? So you get Overman instead of Superman. It looks exactly the same. It's got a U on his chest. Okay. You get Superwoman. Wonder Woman, yeah. and her lasso of truth is barbed wire. That's <laughs> pretty cool. It's fucking cool. Uh, you have Owlman, which is bat- a version of Batman. Um, and Owlman. Yeah. Sounds a lot like... Um... Watchmen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially, the story is Bruce had uh, a brother. Uh, Bruce Bruce's brother killed his parents and killed Bruce, and Alfred and him are evil, and they do evil things. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, you have Power Ring, who is a copy of the Green Lantern. And instead of the the Green Lantern making him more like no fear, he's constantly scared, and the ring slowly kills him, and like he screams at him and yells at him. It's really cool. Mm. There's uh, oh, it sounds like it's got a schizophrenia or something. There's a version of the Flash. There's a version of Ackman. Essentially, it's a portal to the other world, yeah. and because you have the team splitting into three, the upside down, the upside down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's essentially, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's probably the best way to put it. Uh, and yeah, it's it's a whole magical episode. So Batman's got Constantine on his team. Uh, Superman's got like Zatanna and stuff like that, so it's all all magical and then buff and then technical. It's sort of like a three way fight, and then you realise that you're all idiots. So is it the whole comic? That's the whole comic. The whole comic is them fighting for Pandora's box, which is that. All right. It looks so the Pandora's box is actually a skull. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then I can edit all of this out, which is fine. So it's fine to edit when it's your segment. There you go. But when it's me Googling. <laughs> yeah, when it's you Googling, it's different. <laughs> That's what they look like. Very cool. Wonder Woman looks like a Catwoman kind of thing. But yeah, like you said, with the barbed wire, lasso of truth. Flash looks kind of like Bugman. <laughs> <laughs> like Green Lantern looks almost exactly the same, except the symbol on his chest, really. Um, Batman looks like an owl. Yeah, Batman looks like... And a metal goatee. Yeah. Yeah. Very strange. <laughs> Yeah. So at, that first, comes... at first look, they look almost exactly the same, and then you start to notice all the intricacies. The little differences, yeah. yeah. So that's pretty cool. Uh, essentially, as well with that, everything is reversed. So Superman's weakness is the... Oh, Overman's weakness, or Ultraman's weakness, is the sun, and yeah. his power comes from kryptonite. Okay. So he crushes kryptonite and snorts it like cocaine. Really? And he puts the moon in front of the sun so he can't be weakened. It's pretty cool. So that's my number two. Number three. Sorry. <clears throat> Where was it? Number two. <laughs> I have... Numero two Fuck you, 
If one of y'all said some silly ass name. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Strange fixes Thor's hammer Molnir when Thor cracks his hammer fighting his grandfather. This may be a spoiler for the near future. This could be a spoiler for Thor 3. Warning. Um, so Thor fights his grandfather and he, bra- he cracks his hammer. He cracks Molnir and it doesn't work properly. So so who's his grandfather? Is Borg. I think it's Borg. B-O-R-G. Sounds like Borg. Borg. He's in <laughs> Thor 2 Borgy. at the very start. He's the one who sends the Dark Elves back. Oh, okay. He, yeah, he kicks the shit out of the Dark Elves. Essentially, he, um, he breaks his hammer. Thor says fix it. He said it will require almost all of the power from you and investing it back into your hammer um, where your power comes from. If you do this, I take the power from you to recreate Molnir. Then you and your hammer are bound together. If the hammer is even destroyed or damaged again, you will die. And it's got really cool scenes of Doctor Strange and it looks pretty fucking comic accurate from the movie. Mm-hmm. Doing all cool, creepy shit and fixing it. So he's really bound and tied to his new Molnir. Yeah. So it's got all the cracks and shit through it. Yeah. And he fixes it. So has it become stronger? Nope. It's exactly the same. Exactly the same. But he breaks it. So when he... I don't know if I'll be able to fucking find it. Knowing me, probably not. But he so fights how his... does he break it? There we go. That's the question. So he's fighting his grandfather. Yep. His grandfather sees everything in the demon world rather than seeing it in the real world. Oh. And... He attacks his father, grandfather, smacks him on the chest with it. He's taken a whole chunk out of his hammer, and it doesn't yeah, work Yeah, that's a full solid chunk out of his hammer. Yeah. So, that is my number two. Stephen Strange fixing Thor's hammer. Very cool. Yeah. And like we said, that could be very... That is what I think will happen with Thor 3. He'll fight someone, his hammer will break. Stephen Strange will fix it. Hmm. Hmm. To be seen. But coming in at my number one, and I thought this was a... It's a very small chapter of the same book of uh, Trinity War from DC Comics. Okay. John Constantine, the character John Constantine, are you familiar with him? Yes, well... You tried to watch the CW show. Yeah, I tried. Tried to watch... I got about mm, half an hour into the first episode and gave up. We've seen the Constantine movie with... It's not good. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good, but you know the character. But the character is cool. John Constantine steals the power of Shazam from Shazam. How the hell does he do that? So, uh, essentially, uh, John Constantine uh, sweet talks Shazam slash Billy Batson into, there are demons chasing you. I can ho- they're, they're currently, they, they can't find you. It's like a GPS tracker. They're tracking your magic. If you go back to your normal form, they can come here and I can kill them for you. And then you can go back on your merry way. So Shazam transforms back into Billy Batson. Constantine uses a little magic trick to change their voices over. So Billy Batson sounds like Constantine, and Constantine sounds like Billy Batson. Billy Batson yells, uh, Constantine yells Shazam and turns into Shazam. That's very strange. Mm. So Constantine becomes Shazam. Does he look the same? He's still. He's looking... got a black and gold uniform rather than the red and gold, so he looks a bit more like Black Adam. Okay. He hasn't got the hood, he's still got his hair and he's got his eyes, but uh, the magic drains a lot of his power. So as he's fighting, he's getting weaker and weaker as well. Okay. And then Billy Batson gets it back a couple of pages later. It's a very short chapter in that book. It's about five pages, if that. It's very cool, though. He steals the power of Shazam. Yeah. From Shazam. Doesn't really steal it. He almost gets it handed to him. Yeah. Because <laughs> John, yeah, John Constantine's a bit of a sweet talker sort of thing. So yeah. it's a really, really cool chapter in the book. Very cool. So that's my number one. I thought that was... There you go, guys. I don't have that many magical books. As you can see, it's all very stock standard. I didn't count the Green Lantern as magic. Yeah. I mean, I it could have. technically it <clears throat> is, but it's, 
technically it is. Technically but we wanted not. magical moments that people will know as magic. So that's Duty's top three magical moments in comics. But now we're going to go on. Yes, another revival of another segment that we haven't done in quite some time. It's before MC. Yes. Mm, Let me was... scratch my moustache if I can remember. <laughs> <laughs> it was from another time, another place. That would be our quiz. Mm, yes, the return of our loved quiz. Yes. We are tied for score. We are. Mm. This makes it all the more interesting. All the more sweeter. So, yes. shall we go through our... Sh- before we jump into the quiz, should we go through what we have in store in relation to punishments? Sure. Sure. So. Mr. Johnson. Yes. What, what do we have? So our first punishment, should you get the first question wrong, <laughs> <laughs> that would be a shot of golden syrup. Straight golden all on syrup. The, all on the, the theme of magic this week. Yes. Because Doctor Strange, his magic is very golden colour. <laughs> Best thing I could find in my pantry. <laughs> Not at all, just what we found laying around, but yeah. Yeah, a shot of golden syrup. It's mm. fu- it took us a while to pull the shot as well. <laughs> yeah, it's very... It's so thick. <laughs> oh, God. Um, number two, should you get the second question wrong, mm. that would be a spoon of toothpaste. Also in the theme of this week for magic, name a sorcerer with bad teeth. They're all very smart with their dental care. Yes, yeah. yes. A magical, a white, shining smile. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing says magic like crisp teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Should you get the third question wrong? Go on. This one's really nasty. This one is the most important meal of the day, but mixed with another important substance of the day. Yes. Mm. That would be our Vegemite cocktail. Yes. So essentially, do you want to run us through what this actually is? So, the most important meal of the day, as Colossus says in Deadpool, breakfast. (laughs) Protein bar. (laughs) So we've gotten a mug and some Vegemite and put boiling water in it. So we've mixed, we thought, you know, you're late for work. We've liquefied Vegemite. There you, you go. You want, you want a coffee and you want a piece of toast. <laughs> Put them together. What do you got? Wait. You, you've got a mug of melted down Vegemite. It smells like fucking ass. It really is nasty. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot recommend this any less. <laughs> so with And that, the loser of the quiz. Oh, yes. now Ian's thought of this one. Sort of. Uh, yes. <laughs> the loser of our quiz. Yes. Has a punishment again. Yes. And that is a litre, it's a whole litre, by the way, of... <laughs> Go on. So there was red and there was green. <laughs> Hoping I could make two batches, but I couldn't. So it's now brown. Yep. Brown jelly. And somewhere in that giant glass bowl of brown jelly is a brown M&M. <laughs> What you need to do if you lose this quiz is get that brown M&M out, but you can't use your hands. <laughs> so I'm looking at goggles, people! <laughs> I want to see goggles! This is real jelly! <laughs> so, ready or not, here we go. Ready? Go. You put this in your coffee. Uh, a spoon. Your hands. Your face. It's white. Paper. Snow. A ghost! It's heavier than milk. A rock. A dog. The earth. Mr. Johnson. Yes, that's me. <laughs> Every time we 
play this game, mm. you and I. Oh, your favourite part. The Rock off. Yeah. The Dwayne The Rock Johnson off. Yep. You ready for this? Yep. Because you've always lost. I've always lost. You're not very good at it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> Are you ready? Really hope I win this one. Are you ready? Rock, paper, scissors. Yes! Damn it! Yes! <laughs> yes! Uh, so Took I me went, 13 weeks! So I went rock and he went paper. The reason I went rock, because I know you generally go rock, Good and that's old why you rock. always lose. So I'm like, hmm, I bet you he'll go paper this time. <laughs> oh, no. No, I uh, thought you'd go. Anyway. Yeah. Mr. Johnson. Yes. I have here, folded in my hand, a questions three. <clears throat> Are you ready for this jelly? Question numero... I don't know any other thing besides DOS. I don't know another language. It's two. Just say Uno. No. Uno attack. <laughs> What are the two artifacts that Doctor Strange has in his movie? <laughs> <laughs> the two artifacts that Doctor Strange has? Yes. We've both seen the movie. Yes. First artifact yes. is his cloak. The artifact name, please. I don't think that's really important. It is important. I don't think so. His cloak and the amulet. I want the names. And the amulet that goes around his neck. Do you want to do... You're going to do your, your, your shot. <clears throat> so the... Artifact around his neck <laughs> is called the eye of the eye of 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 it's the eye, uh, and the cloak is called the mm, cloak of invisibility. That, he borrowed it from his cousin <laughs> Harry. There you go. Fuck you. I knew what <laughs> they you were. Like the answers. Yeah. All right. The cloak of levitation. I was close. And the eye of Agamotto. So I was so close. <laughs> Alright, so I've got here a shot of golden syrup. It's so thick. <laughs> so thick. A, sh- right. a shot of golden syrup and a side of pancakes. And I have to like, <laughs> scoop it out with my tongue again. Why do I always get the shots of weird shit? <laughs> oh, it's so thick. <laughs> oh. Tastes like diabetes. I love sugar. <laughs> I'm going to be bouncing off the walls after this. <sighs> All right. That's a good cunnilingus there, bro. <laughs> I know, right? Skills that kills. All right, now it's Are your you turn. ready? Yes. Question O numero unero. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. <clears throat> it's not from a movie. It's not from a comic. This is a real magician's trick we're talking about. <laughs> Fuck off It's a very common trick Where a magician saws somebody in half I've gone easy Alright <laughs> What is the trick that magicians use For the sawing somebody in half trick uh, Insert between the boxes I'm looking for a bit more The chick gets into a box mm-hmm. And she's folded up inside the box And mm-hmm. there's actual fake inserts to mm-hmm. make it And she, he cuts through nothing And how are the legs there? They're fake legs. They're... No. Aren't they fake legs? I do legs? not accept that answer because it is not correct. They always make sure people think it's real because the legs okay. move. So yeah, because it's the another leg? person. It's another person. Yes. Damn straight. I've got a bigger one. <laughs> and I've got a moustache. 
Now you're not as good at cunnilingus as me, so. <laughs> oh, don't get that in your mustache. You'll never get it out. <laughs> that went straight down. I didn't even taste it. <laughs> <laughs> That's worrying. Nothing clogs up your arteries like pure gasoline. <laughs> mm. Mm. That salt lake. Mm. <laughs> that top milk. That top milk. That, that, that cream. cream. Question of numero. <laughs> I can't remember two in Italian. What's two in Italian? Uno, Dos. Due. Uno, Uno, due. due. Oh, due. Thank you. Margareti. <laughs> I must Go ask me. I must ask you a question. I must ask you a question. Uh, in The Hobbit. Mm-hmm. What are the You're three... talking about the book of the film. You must be Pacific. <laughs> I'm going to say the film. Um, what are the three wizards' names? I want the full names. The full names. So not first and surname. So give me give me a wizard's name. So Gandalf. Continue. <clears throat> You've got Gandalf. No no no. Continue with that's not his. Like, people just call him Gandalf, but he's Gandalf the Grey. There you go. That's there's a hint for you. There you go. Now name the two others. Oh right. Yeah. There's um that hippie one. <laughs> his name, please. Um. Gregory the Pothead. <laughs> a little known character, Gregory the Pothead. He um, lives out in the bushes, eats mushrooms, truffles. Well, that's two. What's the third one? <laughs> the third one's that other guy's name. Also from Lord of the Rings. It's a bit of a dick. Um, Voldemort. <laughs> Fuck it. Give me the fucking two. You things. have Gandalf <laughs> the Grey. Yeah. Saruman the White. Ah, Saruman. That's and the guy. And Rattagast the Brown. Rattag- you know, Rattagast. And he had his... Gregory. He had, he had a... <laughs> common mistake. <laughs> and he had the uh, the sleigh with the bunnies on them. Mm. He yes. was essentially a hippie. Oh, yeah. They actually said he ate too many mushrooms. Yeah, exactly. Now, this is patriotic toothpaste. A tablespoon of toothpaste. It's a teaspoon, actually. I'm being nice to you. Is it a teaspoon? That's a... Yeah. Patriotic. Because America. Oh my god. America. It's so minty. <laughs> well, just get your breath ready for that uh, cup of fucking Vegemite. Oh god, this is going to be so bad, isn't it? Yep. Um. <laughs> Gotta swish it around a little. <laughs> oh, don't squish it between your teeth. <laughs> I might as well clean my teeth while I'm at it. Mm. That's gross. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Basically breathing fire here. Oh. <laughs> Your eyes are actually going red from that. Oh, it's so minty. You know those Listerine <laughs> strips that you used to put in your tongue and they dissolved? It's like having a mouthful of them. <laughs> Stuck in the back of my throat. Go on. <laughs> just uh, quick <laughs> pen for no reason. Because I'm a professional. Questiono numero duro. Are you ready? Dossero. <clears throat> Hagrid. Yes. From the Harry Potter franchise. Yes. How many hair pieces were used to make his beard? I thought you said these questions are attainable, Ian. Well, you know I don't know how it, the hobbits. <laughs> You've brought this upon yourself. I'll give you a help. All right? I'll, I'll give, give you a help. help. I'll give you a help. <laughs> Just the one help. <laughs> a 
single help. Yeah. The number is less than ten. How many hair pieces? Mm-hmm. So obviously his beard was fake. Oh, meaning like, oh, I thought yeah. you meant like how many fucking strands of hair are in his beard. No, how many hair pieces were obviously sewn together to make his fake beard? I was going to say one. Just one piece. It was a good try. Six. Oh. That's a lot of hair. I, thought, I legitimately thought your question was... Like, Single strands? Yeah. Who the fuck would count them, dude? <laughs> yeah, get out of that McLean's. America, fuck yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, that's nasty. Don't get any in your mustache. Oh, <laughs> did you have to slurp it? It's not soup. <laughs> <laughs> when you swallow it, it's real nasty. My golden syrup technique did not work. No. Uh. All right, Ed. Is it bad to have this much toothpaste? We probably should have looked at that. Warning: Do not swallow toothpaste (laughs) because you usually spit it out. Uh, Like a good hooker. Yeah. Uh, All right. Last question. All right, I'm ready. In the Harry Potter franchise, fuck. (laughs) What are the three spells? They give you a one-way ticket to Azkaban. They notice the three unforgivable curses. What are they? Mm. I never read the Harry Potter franchise. And they the say it in the, bo- in the movies. I know. Okay. I didn't care about the movies. Okay. Or the books. <laughs> <laughs> You're shitting yourself right now, aren't Avada Kedavra. The killing. Correct. Curse. Correct. What are they called? Correct. Um, Don't the... mind that. That's just my neighbor dropping shit. <laughs> The Cruciat... Come on, you're going to give that to me. Cruciatus? Yep. Cruciatus? Crucio? Yeah. Yep, what curse That's is that? That's the um, torture curse. Correct. Whatever you want to call yep. it. Yep. And the third one... Uh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Makes you do things you don't want to do. And uh, what's it called? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's not written on anything over there. Uh, Looking around the room, I don't know why. Uh, give up. Uh, what does it start with? No. I gave you a hint. No. I said less than ten. <laughs> no. Come on, I gave you a hint. You are Where's right with the mind control. Letter. I give you a letter. Give me a letter. <laughs> give me a letter. No. You're so mean to me. I was so nice to you. Less than ten, I says. I, says. I punched you really softly when I saw a Tesla. Yeah, twice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The mind control <coughs> curse is known as the mind boggleus controllus. Latin. <laughs> Latin. Didn't expect you to know. <laughs> I studied Latin for years at uh, Oxford. It is the imperius or the imperio curse. Yeah, I knew that. I was just testing you. Yeah, but you did. Fucking hell. <laughs> what was my last question? Yeah, you're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're fucked. All right, go on. Oh, it's so stanky. <laughs> Alright. Bottoms up, they say. Vegemite cocktail. Straya. <laughs> Minty throat. Oh. It is shit, Austin. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to say that while I'm doing it. Oh. Alright. One more mouthful. Oh. <laughs> it's not good after the toothpaste, I'm warning you. <laughs> it's so nasty. And why did you have to say shit? 
I could smell it. I had it in my mouth hole. <laughs> All, All right. right. Fuck you, buddy. Get ready. All right. You might want to pull your mug out now. <laughs> Hope you know Harry Potter, cunt. Go on. <clears throat> Those who know Harry Potter will know that his family has its own vault. What vault number is that? Now, your girlfriend's a huge Harry Potter nerd. 104. You'd be wrong. Oh, is it? His family vault is 687. Huh. Chugga, 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 <laughs> down on it. <laughs> oh. Now, how far did you get in your mug before you stopped? Did you get rid of the whole thing? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, you did not. Yeah. Oh, there's a two in the bottom. Yeah, same with mine. Look, there's a whole lump of it. Lump of a fellow. <laughs> oh, it's good, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's like having straight stock. <laughs> yeah. Morning. <laughs> oh, yeah. That wasn't that bad. It's shit, isn't it? Yeah, it was alright. It's like liquid shit. No, no, allowed to wash it down. <laughs> now because we're both drawn. What do you? What do you? Uh, we have. We still have. Fizzly did not work. With that. I didn't make this liter of. Jelly. Jelly for nothing. So, this quiz is a tie. Mm. What do you suggest? How do we do this? Your old mate? Not the shocker. No. 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 You're on a roll. You could win it again. Rock, paper, scissors. But Rock, if I win, does that... Now, is that I win the quiz, or is that... I just... I win out of You I'm just win out of So, this. it's still a tie. It's still a tie. All right, yeah, we can do rock, paper, scissors. All right, you ready? Yeah. All right. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. Let me get a fucking liter of fucking... <laughs> I'm not doing it. I don't know how to do this. I have to hold the ball, otherwise it's going to go all over the place. Uh, <laughs> uh, I hope I can reach this. <laughs> it's my only worry. <laughs> Why or why did I make this? <laughs> you made your own weapon. This is worse than the guy who invented the Segway and segwayed off a cliff. <laughs> Killed by his own invention. Just like Steve Jobs did. Killed by... <laughs> yeah. He got killed by an apple. Yeah. Did you name it? Alright. Don't looking for the M&M, just right, do it. Three. You can already see it. That's why I want to blindfold you. Cut me down, motherfucker. Three... Two, one. I can't breathe. Oh, mm, drawing. I can't breathe. Get it? No. It's so thick. It's really strong. It's re- I'm really worried I'm going to drown. <laughs> we stand it up. He's getting serious. <laughs> oh, he's trying. <laughs> got so much jelly on your chin. <laughs> I can't find it. <laughs> Where the fuck is it? He's going I'm in the wrong spot. I can't get it. <laughs> you have to get it. It's all in my nerves. No, don't cheat. Do you know how hard this is? You cannot judge me. No, but I'll jelly you. Close your eyes and suck it out of a hose. Close your eyes and suck it out of a hose. 
think I have to quit. <laughs> I can't reach it. You I can't think. quit. You, you can't, can't quit. <laughs> this is really it's hard, Doodrum. Oh. <laughs> you look like you're a sweating jelly. It's I swear there. it's moving. <laughs> can't see it from the top anymore. No, your face is big. <laughs> it's clean. Fucking well. This is so hard. Yeah. I don't think I can reach it. You're so close. Oh, your tongue's close. Yeah, keep going. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't reach it. <laughs> you like scraping it with your tongue. I can't reach it too far down. <laughs> Don't use your hand. I did it, yeah! Well. There's no winner today, but I can't <laughs> feel like one. <laughs> Thanks, man. My face is going to be very sticky. Not many people can say they've swum in... No, I can really um, say that they've given an Oompa Loompa head before, but he <laughs> like certainly has. Would you like some? No, your face has been in that. Yeah. We'll leave it in the fridge and tell Mom to eat it. Oh. <laughs> do it. No. <laughs> you dropped jelly on my carpet. That's oh, all right. Our next segment. Deutron, introduce it. The next segment is Ian's top three favourite magical moments of movies. All right. Well, now that I've... Thoroughly washed my eyebrows. <laughs> Not many people can say that. My top three magical moments in movies. Yes. Go on. And that's not like Disney put a magical love story, as in actual magic. I bet you want to know what my top three are, huh? Coming in at number three. That sounds like a dick. <laughs> That's me choking on fucking leftovers. <clears throat> yes, the Wizard of Oz. The Wicked Witch of the West. Now, you said gets before this wasn't going to be a Disney magical moment, yet you've chosen this movie? Yeah. Okay. Because she gets water thrown on her and melts. This movie is super iconic, and the reason I picked this moment is... A, it involves a witch. <laughs> a, magic. <laughs> but also, it's very iconic. A lot of people, like, will know this moment. I just if you don't it. know what this moment is, then there's something wrong with you. I know this moment due to my fiance. I haven't watched the movie. Did you really have a heart? <laughs> I just would have gotten the witch aroused. <laughs> <clears throat> so today's the day we found out that Alex the Duty Dutrum never had a childhood. Let's take a moment to. Reflect on <laughs> You're actually the doing death that he actually had on the inside. A sad moment in front of the childhoods lost out there. And moving on, because I don't give a fuck. Uh, <laughs> coming in at number two. Don't you turn your back on me, Harry Potter. I want you to look at me when I kill you. I want to see the light leave your eyes. Voldemort versus, and here's the tie... Voldemort versus Harry from Goblet of Fire. Ooh, that's a good one. Or mm-hmm. Voldemort mm. versus Dumbledore 
in the Order of the Phoenix. Ooh. Both were very iconic fights, and that's why I couldn't pick which one, so I put it as a tie. Fair enough. Uh, the first one, Harry versus Voldemort. Yep. First moment that they actually meet, and you get this cool... For the first time, you actually get to see what you know these wizard fights actually look like when they're life or death. It was really cool, bright colours with this whip-cracking lightning coming from each one of them. Yeah. Harry had the red, Voldemort had this green... green. <clears throat> Like Star Wars. Yeah, it was a very cool moment. And later on, we get another fight in Order of the Phoenix, which is Voldemort when he versus... Dumbledore. Dumbledore. Uh, everybody knows that Dumbledore's fucking the master, basically. And probably the only guy that actually could have stopped Voldemort. But when they fight, it was a bit, bit better. Bit because elemental. it was a bit later in the series as well, yeah. So we had elements where Voldemort... Uh, created like a fire version of what could have been the basilisk. Yep. Or some kind of Snake. serpent. Sim- yeah. Something made of fire. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> it attacked Dumbledore and he fought it off. We also had Dumbledore react with um, taking the water out of this giant fountain and washing it over Voldemort. Yeah. And then we also had Voldemort shattering every single glass pane window in the whole Ministry of Magic and then bringing them all together through the air and shooting them at Dumbledore. Dumbledore reacted by this with some kind of a shield, which, as soon as the glass hit it, basically turned to dust. Yeah, there's a fuckload of dust everywhere at the end yeah. of that fight. so it was a very, very cool fight. We actually got to see some kind of... In some elements, it was also... Probably a better fight than what we got at the, at the very last film. Yes, it was. Because it, <clears throat> that was kind of just Voldemort yeah. and Harry whizzing through the air real quick and like shooting the yeah. lightning at them again, which was almost exactly the same as four. So, four, four was, was more of an emotional yeah. sort of one where this, the last one was just bang, I got you. Yeah. That was the problem that I had with the last, the last battle. Mm. It didn't have. You know, we got teased all these other potential things that they could have done in the last fight with this fire basilisk and water and glass, all these kind of cool elements that they could bring in. Mm. They didn't do any of them, and that was the problem I found with the last movie. You know, we've been building up to this and learning about all these other things that could happen, and so it's not just a repeat of episode four, episode Mm. four, Goblet of Fire, but then it ended up just being that. Yeah, and they they set the stage in, the, I think it's the second Harry Potter film, like how a duel works. First you'll attack and then they'll defend sort of thing. So they yeah. still kept that sort of aspect of it as well. Yeah, which was pretty cool. All right. <clears throat> Number one, numero uno. Yeah, you love it. Maybe yeah. yeah. Yes, my number one. Top magical moments in movies. I am certain to the secret fire, wielder of the flame of Arnor. Dark fire will not avail you. Flame of Udun! Go back to the shadow. Everybody loves this. Everybody Brandon. quotes this all the time. <clears throat> Surely you know what it is. Your mate, Gandalf the Gate, Grey, <laughs> versus the Balrog. 
Balrog? Balrog. Yeah, I am saying it right. Yeah. Everybody always quotes his, this fight. You've got, you shall not pass. Mm-hmm. Fly, you fools. Mm-hmm. But, and we were discussing this earlier today as well. It was really a shame, because the Balrog is such a cool character, and we never, well... Yeah, the design of it's character, great. Character? Creature? Creature. Yeah, and we never get to see it again. He has, he summons a fire sword and a fire whip. He looks like, a, like he's fucking huge. And he looks like the devil. He's <laughs> mm. got the got horns wings. and everything. Really cool fight. And emotional, because we actually think that, you know, for those who didn't read the books, meh, illiterate. Yeah. <laughs> that Dumbledore. 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 Yeah. Michael. Rest <laughs> in pieces. Michael Gambon is dead. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, Gandalf dies. Dies. Little did we know he returns. Yeah, I think that is a. It's a. For all the people that read the books, that would have been a big moment because you had Dumbledore. Dumbledore. Ah, uh, <laughs> now that you're doing it. <laughs> you had Gandalf throughout the entire Hobbit film, uh, or Hobbit books at the time as well. Uh, and then you have him like, hey, the first book of a new trilogy, he dies. Yeah. So like, whoa. So, yeah, I agree with you on that. Yes. Hmm. And that's why it made my number one magical moments in movies. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But without further, further ado. Everybody's been waiting for this moment. Yes. Our review. Ian goes back into the jelly. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should make like a 20 litre one that we can dip a full person into. And they have to go swimming for it. Yeah, good luck with that one. It's so thick. Your muscles will get so tired so quickly. <laughs> You'll die. <laughs> but anyway, our Doctor Strange review. Mm. Let's jump in. You think you know how the world works? You think that this material universe is all there is? But what if I told you the reality you know is one of many? What the? This doesn't make any sense. Not everything has to, Doctor Strange. Through the mystic arts, we harness energy and shape reality. The Avengers protect the world from physical dangers. We safeguard it against more mystical threats. Come with me. You'll die protecting this world, Mr. Doctor. Mr. Doctor? It's strange. Maybe. Who am I to judge? All right. Shall we begin? Yes. Ian. The story. Now, because I usually do the... And you'll usually be doing usually it Usually do the story wrap-up, and usually... and, uh, but this is because it's you know such a good story. I just thought that Dutram should do it this week. So, Dutram, what's the story of Doctor Strange? You thought wrong, number one. I'm not doing it. Uh, <laughs> uh, magic. <laughs> it surrounds us. <laughs> Binds, Binds us. us. <laughs> Penetrates us. Mm. Uh, <laughs> no, it's a story of uh, of a neurosurgeon by the name of Stephen Strange, believe it or not, and uh, essentially he is cocky, son of a bitch, sort of like uh, Robert Downey Jr. in Iron Man 1 at the start. Very similar. Uh, and he gets into a car accident 
he because he's a neurosurgeon clearly he needs his hands and his hands get fucked um, and <laughs> good he, explanation this is the best way to describe it mm. his hands get do fucked this every up. time yeah <laughs> fucked uh, <laughs> and uh, he's essentially because he is a neurosurgeon he's stupidly rich he spends pretty much all of his money trying to fix his hands and nothing works his hands are all twitchy and he can't keep his hands still uh, and he finds out about uh, a place where he can go where he can sort of tap into his internal energy and it's, and it's a magic and it's uh, up in Kathmandu. Yeah, town off, away from Kathmandu. Mm. Yeah, and mm. yeah. So essentially, he goes to Kathmandu on on uh, advice from a person who was disabled, and uh, he's actually walking around acting normal when he yeah. had a, a spinal injury and he, he became a cripple. And, yeah. Uh, how did they describe it? Irreversible. Irreversible spinal damage. Yeah. So he'd yeah. be. A, a, complete cripple and he's playing basketball yeah so uh he essentially goes and and finds that this world's pretty fucked up (laughs) (laughs) and he finds the ancient one and their sorcerers so essentially it's a secret society of magicians really yeah that the avengers protect the world from physical threats while we protect it from more mystical threats Mm. is their line very cool I see you've watched the trailer before. Ah, yeah. <laughs> I see you've seen a meme that was on Facebook while I was waiting for you. <laughs> uh, yes, that's the general synopsis of, of the story is guy gets in a car accident, guy wants his hands back and his life back to normal and uh, he essentially finds magic. Joins a magic cult. It's not a cult. <laughs> <laughs> Ian, want to go on to pros? Give me compliments. I said I give me compliments. Yes, let's begin... With the pros. the pros. And what better place to start than Cucumber Patch. Yes, Cucumber Patch. Go on, why do you so, like Cucumber Are you looking at mine now? Cause you, no. Oh, okay. Go I on. did have all these written out. Bet you left it at work. Mm-hmm. Yes, but I printed it off and left it at the printer. <laughs> As we were walking down the street. Uh, <laughs> fuck! <laughs> Thank God I've got my theatre sports background to help me. Think on my toes, feet, shoes, <laughs> something, socks. Think on my hands. <laughs> So, Benedict, Benedict Cumberbatch. Yes, you haven't been a huge fan of him. No, I don't hate him. Um, you I just hate her. I just I haven't watched his Sherlock, which, according to you, is I hate him. Yes, haters gonna hate, 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 hate. It's the second time I mentioned Tales was shaken off. It's a good episode. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the reason I put him as a pro. Um, is mostly because he's brought a real star power to this film. Mm. Without him in it, there's not really any other huge name to it. Mm-hmm. You've got... Um, Matthew Milkinson? Yeah, but even he's not really a huge star. And Rachel McAdams. And yeah, Tilda Swinton? I guess, yeah. Again, like, they're big, but they're not... Benedict is the big one calling not, you in. Yeah, they're not Benedict. So, I think he did well... Having said that as well, though, do you think his performance was the best performance? Like, yeah. I suppose you haven't seen him in I haven't seen things. a lot of... I, I enjoyed his performance. I but. think it it was only good. It wasn't as good as I had hoped you, well, yeah. because he is a really high-quality actor. Um, I had hoped for a little bit more. It was kind of just letting the story tell and the story was good enough that it didn't really matter that it wasn't probably his best performance ever. Okay. I think his best moments came out probably in the first 
half an hour of the film where we actually see him in the car crash and how angry he is that there's nothing that he can do. There's nothing worth his time. Yeah, there's nothing... No ability, even though he's the greatest surgeon in the world, essentially. There's nothing that he can do to fix his injuries. Mm. And we see that frustration and inner turmoil. Um, That's probably the best moments that we get to see of him. Everything else, because it's... And this is the downside. Because you've got a comic book movie, it's not... It's not going really, to Yeah, it's not really an Oscar-winning role. No. But so, in a Marvel film, that is an Oscar-winning role. Exactly, that's what yeah. I'm saying. It's because it's a comic book, it's, it's very hard to make it into something amazing. But at the same time, I think he did a really good job. I think it's more so his, his natural charisma that, that makes it good. Mm. Okay. Mm. Mm. Have you got another pro? Uh, I have. I agree with you in relation to acting choices. Benedict Cumberbatch was. You, you see him how he looks like in the books. So how you briefly saw it then, and then you see him in, in the movie, and it's pretty much a dead ringer. Yeah. Um. I thought that was great. Uh, I thought Mads Milkerson as an acting choice is good. He's actually a really good actor. Yeah. Hannibal. He's fucking awesome. Uh, he's going to be in the new Star Wars film, so he'll probably be great in that as well. Uh, and your favorite, Casino. Mm-hmm. He's Casino Royale. So I reckon the acting choices. Yeah, I agree with that. They were actually really good choices. There weren't any actors in that. In that uh, in that film, I was like, I wouldn't have picked you for that role. I would have picked yeah. Kate Beckinsale or some fucking thing like that. So I was actually yeah, really even happy Re- with... Rachel McAdams. Rachel McAdams' character was really good. Yeah, yeah held her own quite well. Which goes on to the female love interest wasn't forced or corny or anything like that. It was like they had something. Yeah. They don't have something anymore, it, and it was used sparingly. It wasn't used throughout the whole film. Yeah, like it, it wasn't kinda, like the sh- because you've got so many so much story that you had to tell. Obviously, she kind of had to take a bit of a background role That's not like his. the Pepper Iron Man, how it just gets corny and boring after a yeah. while. So I, the, the love interest and the, the sort of the, the story around those characters was great, I reckon. It wasn't forced and crap. Sort of like yeah, it wasn't Man. too, yeah, corny. And I think that also, the reason why it wasn't so corny is because, like you said, it was used sparingly. Mm. Yes, go on to your next one. Uh, another pro that I had with this film is obviously... The visual effects. You probably have this on your list as well. It's on the top. There you go. So, with all of these Marvel movies, they're making that much money that you you wouldn't expect anything less. No. This essentially is the scene from Ant-Man where he keeps shrinking and everything's all, like, fucking weird. That times ten. Yeah. Hands grow, hands grow, hands grow, hands, and then grab his face. We knew... You and I knew what we were getting into when we went to watch this movie. Don't go see this film on any form of... Anything. <laughs> Any form of anything. Any form. Of, just Don't even have with, popcorn. <laughs> just go in with water and bread. <laughs> Jesus style. Yeah, it's a very trippy visual movie in some aspects. Mm. Some of it's not, obviously, it's not like the whole movie, otherwise it would be very difficult to watch. Yes. But the visual effects, they're very important in this movie because of all the magic. It's very much transforming the world around these characters. A lot of the time, you've got a lot of those kind of inception moments. I know a lot of people are comparing yeah. it to that, but there is a lot of things like that. Um, at the same time, I think it, yeah, I can see the inception relation. I can see mm. where people are drawing those comparisons from. But it also had its own kind of look to it. It had these kind of cog gears, if you yeah. noticed. Yeah, at the start. Um, yeah. When walls and things started moving with the magic, it had this cog. everything started forming on itself but using yeah. itself to form something else yeah and yeah. it kind of looked like cogs moving it was a really interesting way to do it mm. and it was really very smart 
Mm, I agree with that. So there was, you know, you can easily find in some of these Marvel movies where they haven't invested as much time and effort into the visual effects. This movie, I think, it was evenly spread across Mm. to the point where there weren't any standout moments I can think of that were, oh, that looks a bit crap. Yeah. Because everything was around the same page. Hmm. And that's what I have to say on that one. I agree with you on the visual <clears throat> effects. Uh, I also had the costume design was fucking awesome. I actually really enjoyed the costume design, especially the cloak of levitation. It was essentially Aladdin's magic carpet. Yeah, and that was another pro I was going to mention as mm. well. Um, he looks pretty much identical to how he does in the uh, in the comic books, except he's not wearing his yellow gloves. That's about it. Um, I think, yeah, considering the costumes and how strong they are anyway, the yellow gloves might have been even a little bit too much if they had to put them in. Mm. It was probably the right balance, I find. Yeah. So that's what... What really struck me, yeah, is that it was faithful to the comics without being... Without being... Ridiculous, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Do you want to go for the next one? Yes. So on, you've mentioned the Magic Carpet ride Mm -hmm. (laughs) with the Cloak of Levitation. There was another really funny character. So the Cloak was funny in its own way. Obviously, it's not an actual voiced actor or anything like that. No, it's just... It's, it's just, just visual effects, but it had a personality to it, which was really cool. And it was smart as well. Yeah, and it added a lot of humour to the movie, which in some aspects were needed. Yes. And I think that's... You needed it was that almost, It came a little bit too late in the cloak. I would have liked to have it a bit earlier for some humour earlier on. Hmm. But still, it was great to have it in there. But there was another character in there that was really funny and really added to the humour. And it was a very dry humour, but played off well with Benedict's um, very outgoing, egotistical character. Mm. And that was Wong. Ah, yeah, all right. Yeah, a lot of it. jokes made at his expense, uh, because he's just Wong, like Beyonce or Cher. Yeah, and then you see him later, and he's just sitting there reading a book listening to Beyonce, because like, yeah. he doesn't know what Beyonce is. It was really good. So, yeah. And then later in the movie, we do actually get him talking and a bit more and everything. A bit more so of a he becomes, Yeah, a bit more of an actual character and probably will be moving forward in the yeah. Doctor Strange universe. Yeah, I think from what I understand, Wong is Strange's assistant. Yeah, so. which is the feeling that it definitely leads towards. Yeah. Uh, I also had the actual story itself I quite enjoyed. Um, the car crash scene could have been done really shit in relation to Hydra was trying to kill him. Or something stupid. Like, the car crash is just a car crash. Yeah. Like, when I, when I saw that this movie was coming out, I remember the scene from Winter Soldier where they said Hydra is interested in Stephen Strange. Mm. So I had a feeling it was going to be like, Hydra are going to come in and they're going to want him to operate on someone. He's going to say no, they're going to cause a car crash for him. And I was like, don't go down that sort of Hydra's everyone's bad guy sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but in that relation, I like that. I also like that um, Stephen Strange didn't want to become a sorcerer. He's studying magic to fix his hands. And when it comes to the thing, I was like, yeah. this bad guy's coming. He's like, I don't want a part in this. I'm here for myself, for my hands. There's, I don't want to be in your ancient war. Yeah, and he very, well, he very much made that clear, didn't he? Yeah, at the start, I, I want to fix my hands. Yeah. So that was that's what I liked without going into really spoilers. Um, what I liked about the story, it wasn't sort of using elements from other films to influence the story or anything like that. Any other pros for you? Uh, yes. <laughs> um, a lot of the pros I have for this movie, they're not standout pros. Okay. There's nothing about this movie is amazing, and that's something that is hard to get across to people. 
uh, this movie isn't something that you're going to see and go, that was one of the best movies I've ever seen. Hmm. It's a really good, solid movie. It's an enjoyable every, film, yeah. yeah, exactly. Every aspect of it is done to the right degree, hmm. but it's not done any more so than that, if that makes sense. It's not pushed too far. Yeah. And I think that's a, a hard thing to kind of put into the pros category, that it's not... It's not going to be something that's remembered that strongly, I don't think. No, yeah, it's not going to be one of those, like, uh, cult classic films 20 years from now, something yeah, like that. It, but it, for, at least for me it is. It's definitely a room on my shelf. Mm. It's definitely up there with some of the top Marvel movies. Mm. Um, and that's one of the other aspects that I would put in the pros category. And that is that, I think you just touched on it as well, this movie doesn't... Um, doesn't heavily rely too much upon what already exists in the Marvel Universe. Yeah, it's sort of a standalone. Yeah, and that's what is also actually a pro. Mm. Because what it does is it doesn't it doesn't rely on what Marvel's already done so well. And it, it takes the time to tell its own story. Yeah, and, and that's... Yeah, it really only touches on the Avengers and things in, like you said, one-word things here and there, yeah, and there yeah. just to remind you that it is the same universe. Or you see the Avengers Tower, but that's about it. Yeah. yeah, and you have to kind of look for it. Yeah. It's not pointed out, but then at the, again at the end, you actually, after the credits, you have a scene. Yeah, so, as, as per always with Marvel films. Yeah, you have, you have a scene where he meets one of the Avengers. Yeah, I will agree as well in relation to the character development. It wasn't like Doctor, 20 minutes later into the film, he's had his crash and now he's Doctor Strange. They actually spent the time of him showing us him spending his money trying to fix his hands and contacting people all over the globe. Like, they properly developed him. It wasn't a, he's a doctor, he's a crackash, now he's studying magic. Yeah. It wasn't rushed. I felt it took mm. more of its time than... It was... I found it was set better out than the Batman Begins sort of set up with Batman. I found, like, with points of the Batman Begins movie, I'm like, all right, I'm getting a bit bored now. Like, okay, he's ordering his 10,000 bat ears from Hong Kong. And... That's because you've seen this movie so many times. That's the No, the problem. first time I watched it as well, I thought that as well. Mm. I'm like, well, I understand that you need yeah, to build that. Yeah, so this is Batman. something I'm putting into my cons. Ah, okay. So, well, then, we have different opinions about the opening for this movie then. Well, the only other pros I have is the magic looked very cool. Uh, Stephen Strange magic, like how he'd wave his hands around and stuff and you'd actually see it all form. Yeah. It was cool. Um because I know Marvel wanted to do their own thing for magic. So they use like Harry Potter and Star Wars and Hobbit for inspiration, but they wanted to make it like people forming stuff with their hands and strings coming out, like that's them. Make it their own sort yeah. of thing. Um, and I thought the score was awesome, the actual score. It sounded a lot like Robert Downey Jr.'s Sherlock Holmes themes, like the string, the echoey like strings, but then also that magical twist on it. Yeah, I don't think it stood out too much. It wasn't something that you could sing. No, no, it's not something you can hum or sing yeah, to, but it's, but it was it's, good enough that it complemented the film well. Yeah, it's got it had that strange sound to it. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. anyway, <laughs> but no, it worked really well with with the themes of the film. Yes, the, the it's like when you you've got a patriotic sort of theme for Captain, or yeah, you know, exactly. metal slamming into metal for Iron Man sort of sound effect. Yeah, they, they complement the actual character. Yeah, and, and yeah. the universe that they come from. That's all I've got for my uh, pros. Yeah, and that just about wraps up my pros as well. Time to move on to the cons. Disappointed! So, what's some cons that you have? 
So we already touched on it just then in the pros, what one of my cons is, and that is the first 30 minutes of this film where they set up the character of Doctor Strange Strange. Very slow and nothing particularly interesting, almost no comedy. There's really nothing in there that strikes your interest or really gives you that much of a insight into the character, mm. which also is a problem. When the character of Doctor Strange doesn't have too much of a personality to himself other than essentially what is already Iron Man. He's just a cocky and he's the top of his realm. In this in this industry is a bit different to Iron Man's realm. Mm. It isn't making weapons, it's being a doctor, being a surgeon. But he's the top of his realm and he gets himself into an accident. And it's very slow the first thirty minutes. Like okay. I said, there's very little comedy. It's very painful and you compared it to Batman Begins, and I think a lot of people will be because it goes to a far away kind of place. It's yeah. Asian histories and things like that. The problem I have, and comparing it to Batman Begins, and I think this is where Batman Begins actually did it better, is that it it jumped between time. Yeah. So it cut back to how things happened. Sort of like how Deadpool th- did as well. Yeah, and yeah. I think that might have been a better way to do the Doctor Strange story, to be honest. I think they kind of just wanted to get his backstory of getting into the car crash out of the way. I think that was something they just kind of couldn't be bothered doing. Mm. They they thought, there's nothing interesting to this story. He gets into a car crash and goes off and becomes magic. Yeah. <laughs> So I think they didn't care enough about his backstory and how to set it up. Mm-hmm. So I think they needed to spend a lot more time in that. And I think the better way to do it would have been if they wanted to spend more time in his magic role, they could have cut it back. So have it him as a surgeon or start the movie off with him on his way to Katmandu, kind of harking around and things like that. Yeah. And then cut back again to his backstory. So kind of time jumps hmm. would have been a better way to do it so that you could jump to something that was interesting that was happening in the magic realm of what he's doing and then cut back to the things that aren't quite as interesting to give it a bit more interest so you didn't have to kind of ugh your way through the first half an hour of this film. Okay. Just to break up that monotony. Yeah, it was a bit... There are moments in the film where nothing is happening, and then when he gets to Kathmandu and he, thought, he finds the ancient one, stuff. I'm like, all right, cool. This is where it, you know it starts to get its magical aspect from. But before that, it's all medical procedures. This and my hands are fucked. This and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, so. it wasn't wasn't a particularly interesting backstory. And like I said, I think it's also because the character itself doesn't have any interesting aspects to him. Okay. If you took the magic element out of Doctor Strange. The character himself is kind of boring, and mm. that's a problem. Well, one of my cons I have is Mads Milkinson's character, I think it was Cassilius was his name? Yeah. Uh, needed more screen time. He was an underused character. When he was on screen, I was like, yep, cool, awesome. Mm. He had a little bit of humour here or there, um, and his uh, the points that he brought up were actually pretty valid points. Um, you know, how you always have the, the bad guys like, join me because blah, 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 blah. Like, He's actually got some pretty good points. Like, you, you're raising some good questions here. But his character was... Was not used enough. I feel like he was like Ronan from uh, Guardians. Yeah. Like Ronan is an awesome character, and he's only used when needed. 
Yeah, it was a bit like that. I, that's the other hard thing when you're trying to tell a backstory and have a villain in it. The villain's time on screen is always going to get cut back. Mm. But no, mind you, not. And the movie wasn't short. It, it was uh, the time just over it, two hours. I think yeah, it was. Like it was just. the time it had to go for. Yeah. And if you had given him more time, the movie would have gone for. Yeah. But too yeah, long. that's that's one of my cons. Was he was he's a great actor. It was the same as Star Trek. You've got a great actor. You've given him a role where he can do fucking wonders. But you've done the same thing as uh, Idris Elba, and you've just pushed him to the side a bit. Yeah. It was a bit different to the problem with Idris Elba, though. Idris, they covered him in plastic. <laughs> <laughs> they fucked up his face with too, got... too much effects, but this one they allowed... The, the effects actor... were pretty cool. Yeah. Um, they allowed the, other... the actor to act, but they, yeah, they just didn't give him enough screen time to kind of do things. They didn't make him intimidating enough. They didn't make him... They started to show him as like a really hard villain, but for some reason, Doctor Strange, who's a newbie at the time, comes across him and beats him. Yes, a little bit out of luck, but yeah, it was kind of... the cloak sort of helps him. Yeah. Because he tries to get At the same time, work. he's still a newbie. It kind of didn't make sense that it's such a daunting villain. Somehow he fought and beat three of them by himself, and he's a newbie. It's a bit like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> well... It kind of makes the villain look like a piece of shit when you do that. Yeah. Uh, any other cons on your end? Uh, some of the other cons I had was... I don't know if I like, and I can't remember the character's name for the life of me, but he's about to become a villain in that storyline. Uh, yeah, it's I, kind of his mentor at the, the gonna find his name Magic Academy, if you will. At Hogwarts. <laughs> uh, I am finding his name at the moment. He's in Firefly. Yeah, so he's been in quite a few things. He's kind of got his very nice atmosphere to himself and that's also Mordo Mordo that's his character name it is you can pronounce that <coughs> Chiwetel Ejiofor I think that's it Ejiofor yeah Mordo the character of Mordo yeah so the problem I have was he was kind of boring I guess okay he was only there to kind of be like oh give him a chance Come on, give Doctor Strange a chance. <laughs> mm. It's like, mm, don't really have much of a personality yourself. And he's hinted at becoming the villain. For those who know the stories of and Doctor Strange, yeah. he becomes a villain, an antagonist in the Doctor Strange saga. Mm. Um, and he's just not... Villainous. Inter- yeah, he's not villainous, and he's not really interesting enough to be the possibility of being villainous. Mm. I don't know if it's the casting or whether it's just the way they've written the character. I found the ending for the film was a bit cliche-ish. Yeah, that was another problem that I had. It was... the, the uh, Like, it was an okay ending. The spectral area of the ending was awesome. That was that was cool. I didn't mind that. But the, the ending ending, I was like, nah, nah. Uh, it, was, it was only okay. There was nothing bad about it, but... On the flip side of that, I'll go into my spoilers, but the actual way that he overcomes the villain is it's cool. Is good. Yeah. It's just the actual wrapping up of it that's a bit cliche. Mediocre. Uh, the bad guy's magic, which is Cassilius' magic, how he, he, he. When Strange uses magic, it's that orangey sort of yellow colour. Yeah, you'll see but it in the trailers. When kind of... Cassilius uses it, it's like see through glass. 
Yeah. I'm like, I, you didn't like that? I didn't, I didn't mind like that. that. I, I would have liked that, like that, that dark purpley red or something. A bit more evil. That would have been like a more contrasting colour to have against it or something. It was just a bit... Like I can see, you know, obviously they did it on purpose to make it look like that because that's what they wanted to look like. Yeah. But at the same time, it was... I don't know if it was the right choice because you can't see it. <laughs> I th- yeah. Obviously they wanted to do it just like people that. falling over. Yeah. So. It was just a bit hard to... Yeah. See, people get stabbed, and then there's just it's. it's I like the idea of it, but it, in practicality, it almost doesn't work that well because you want to be able to see the weapons. And that will probably have to go into my spoilers. Do you have any other cons? No, that just about wraps up my cons. So maybe we'll move over into the spoiler territory. Spoilers. So as I just touched on, mm. my major spoiler. Mm. <laughs> so those who don't mind everything being ruined. The way that Doctor Strange overcomes the main antagonist, who... Dormammu. Yes. Mamu? Dormammu. Dormammu. Mamu. Dormammu. Um, yes, yeah, so you might be surprised that it's not actually Mads... Mads Milkinson. Milkinson? Yeah. It's not Hannibal. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's who he actually worships, in a sense. Mm. Which is the um, entity of Dormammu. Yeah, and the way that he beats him is very smart. What he does is he tricks him into essentially going into a time loop where you're going to be stuck like this forever unless you want to strike a bargain, so to speak. Mm. And he uses the Eye of Agamotto, which is a time control item. Yes. Which so, is a infinity stone. Mm. Time stone, it looks like it will be. And I think that's why it's such such a good, smart ending. Well, not so much ending, but... Um, resolution resolution to the problem as well because not only is it and he gets fucked up so yeah. many different ways yeah not only does it really lend to Doctor Strange as a character saying that's how smart he is that he figured out how to do this mm. to force the villain to fuck off mm. <laughs> but uh, it was also a nice way to introduce the power of the Infinity Stone yeah so I think it really just it worked really well. And it was entertaining and funny. I, yeah, I, I quite enjoyed it. He just kept coming back. And Dormammu, I believe, is voiced by Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, really? I think so. I could be wrong, but I think I think I read online that it is him because he wanted to be the villain and the bad and the good guy. So, so they just let Benedict have whatever he wants. Benedict's got a good voice. Um, I didn't like the design of Dormammu. Now, you don't know what Dormammu looks like, do you? Not in the comics, no. Imagine Ghost Rider, mm-hmm. so a flaming head. Not necessarily yeah. a skull, but a flaming head. And uh, and the bad guy from The Witcher Three, like the body armor, like the, yeah. the roby metallic body armor, that with a fire head, that's Dormammu. Yeah. So Dormammu looks really, really cool in the books, from mm. what I've seen. And uh, the and in this in the actual like movie a, entity, he looks like a Guardians villain. It's just a giant head kind of he's spiritual a, yeah, he's a giant head. Head person, and there is fire, but it's mm. it's sort of weird. I actually agree with you a lot on this one, and I'm going to relate it to a movie to tell people how much I kind of also disliked mm. this choice. Mm. Green Lantern movie. Fair enough. <laughs> Parallax you know was what, awful. Exactly. You know where I'm coming from, right? Yeah. Making the villain a giant spiritual... Entity. Entity. It's not villainous enough. For us to hate someone as an audience, you want to be able to also see it and relate to it. Mm. And that's why a lot of the times you'll have things that are very human, yeah. even if they are an alien. 
yeah, it's still going to be very human because you can relate to it and dislike it. When it's an entity, it almost goes over your head. It's kind of not something that you can hate because you, you don't, don't. You can't don't, really relate don't to it. What you it didn't is. see what it was doing. Yeah, you don't know what it is. You, yeah. you hate people. <laughs> well, there are instances where it does work, but in that instance, and like in, you said in the Green Lantern film, it didn't really work. Yeah. Um, Especially if they want to bring this villain back, maybe they will put him into a human form. Maybe that's I how they do it. I hope they will do that because in that form, no for me. Yeah. Very glor- I got very, very unhappy Green Lantern flashbacks from the actual. <laughs> uh, now, the Ancient One dies in the film. Uh, yes. Her death scene itself was... The ending of it, of her character actually dying, I didn't mind. Like, her passing on there mm. in the spiritual realm, that's fine. But her actually dying was mediocre. Uh, but I also did like that Doctor Strange did not become the Sorcerer Supreme at the end of this. Because he is known as Doctor Strange, the Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah. So, he is, so he's not quite yet. He's not there, world. no. Which so is a good thing, because, yeah. He's, if they did that for the end of the film, it's like, he's been here for yeah, exactly. a couple of months or however long he's been here for, and he's instantly the Sorcerer Supreme because he can control the eye. whoop de Yeah, exactly. So, Which is a bit, eh. I, yeah, I did like Which that. Which would have been. That he was not, yeah, the Sorcerer Supreme. You can't go they from They did fucking, kind of hint at it as well, though, and that's a bit... They shouldn't have even done that. They should have had him being told what to do still at the end, which would have been an, an easier way, a nicer way to do it. Yes. Yes, so that just about wraps up my spoilers. You got anything left? Uh, the mid credit scene was pretty cool with Thor rocking up in uh, the Sanctum Sanctorum. Yes. Which is the New York headquarters. Uh, and Doctor Strange was wearing his yellow gloves. Yes, mm. I didn't notice that. Yeah, because um, he used it to protect his hands. It was nice to see him interacting with a character from the Avengers as well, though, just to kind of... Yeah. I think it was a good character choice as well. And the, the set of, like, Thor's going, I don't drink tea. And then, like, he puts a teacup down and he picks up a yeah. fucking giant mug of beer and then automatically fills itself when he finishes it. <laughs> it's very funny. But that was pretty cool. Um, there was the Easter egg as well of uh, before uh, Doctor Strange is in his car accident where he gets a phone call saying a uh, lo- uh, army lieutenant uh, needs spinal surgery. He was in a... What was it? A um, uh, metal suit? An iron it was, suit? It was in a... <laughs> Uh, robot. It was in a robot suit. Essentially, they're hinting at War Machine from Civil War. The accident there, uh, experimental flight suit malfunction Sad, or something yeah. like that. So, and Stephen Strange was like, "Nah, so <laughs> pass, pass." <laughs> so, yeah, I kind of like that. But other than that, I've only got my final score to give it. Yeah. Yes. So, without further ado, we're going to score it out of an out, out of a drink, as we normally do. But we thought we'd make it more magical. Magical. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So. Both the drinks that we've chosen to give this movie are magical cocktails, so to speak. Yes. What one have you chosen for this movie? I've kept and it simple. And why? Well, I've kept it simple. I've chosen absinthe. Absinthe. So yes. the thing with absinthe, explain to everyone how you should have a good absinthe. If you're in... So you can get that if you, if you want to have magicalness a... to it. Because there is a magicalness to there it. There is a... Ma- no, I think you have to go over into Europe to have it magically. It well, makes you it. it makes you hallucinate if you yeah. have it the proper way and you see a little green fairy. Um, <laughs> to have it normally, is, or if you're having it at home, you have it distilled with water and sugar. Hmm. And it's really And good. when you go to a, a nice cocktail bar, they actually have the little test tubes and things that it kind of comes through and drips through the sugar cube into your glass. It's got a special spoon for the sugar cube to sit yeah, on as well. So yeah. It's very. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Magical. Magical? Yeah. <laughs> what do you call those people who do all the potions and things? Alchemist. 
Yes, very alchemisty. Well, there was a bar <laughs> called the Alchemist that serves yeah. absinthe. There, there, there you go. go. Yeah. What are you going to give it? So the f- drink that I'm going to give it hmm? is a mana potion cocktail. Ooh. Obviously, everyone who knows the world of magic will know that the mana potion is a potion that you drink and it gives you more magical power, so to speak. Hmm. So the reason I've given it that, two reasons. One... Alcoholic. <laughs> Alcoholic, and it's magic-y. <laughs> Two, if you've ever had one of these cocktails, you know it's never quite as good as you kind of built it up in your head to be. Mm. So it's good, but no matter what, you're always going to build it up a little bit more than you probably should yeah. have. Yeah, so it's not it's not bad. It's not good in relation to this, the greatest thing I've ever had, yes. or it's a different must-have yeah. sort of thing. But it's definitely... And you yeah. would expect that having a mana potion... You'd be like, mm, this is going to be a really good cocktail. Mana potion, that's so cool. And then you have it, and you're like, eh, it's all right. It's good. Mm. But you built it up a little bit too much in your own head. And I think yeah. that's what it is in Doctor Strange, that you're going into that Marvel universe where these movies are iconic now, really. And they're going to be remembered mm. because of the amount of money and movies that they've made. Mm. But Doctor Strange, I think we expected a little bit too much of it. Especially yeah. when you've got such a really fantastic actor like Benedict Cucumber Patch at the helm you expect a little bit more than what you get in mm. some aspects it's at the end of the day it's a good movie yeah the story itself though it's been done it's just kind of rehashed it's almost as Batman Begins it's almost the first Iron Man movie it's almost the first Thor movie it's almost the first Captain America movie. <laughs> exactly it's nothing particularly special about it it's just done well yeah it's a decent movie yeah it's got good comedy to it great visuals to it good score to it good acting there's nothing bad about it it's just good and not great Mm. fair enough yeah good review but that wraps up episode 13 we hope you enjoyed it we hope you enjoyed me shoving my face into a liter of jelly Mm. there's a nearly drowning there is a video of that happening and that will be up on our Twitters, our social medias. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. Yeah, prick. All right. But, yeah, that just about wraps up episode 13. Thank you all for listening. We want to thank a few people out there who have helped us out. Yes. Tom Commons, as always, for his fantastic graphic design work graphic that he's provided work. us. Facebook, Twitter, Instagrams, all the design work he's done for us. And yes. T-shirts. He helped us with the T-shirts. Yes. And to all the other podcasters and followers that we have helping us out along the way. Yes. Our mates. Yeah, so thank you to all those who listen, like, subscribe, review. We've got a couple of reviews. Thank you to all those yes, who reviewed us. Thanks for that. And Drinks on Ian. Thanks. My poor wallet. <laughs> <laughs> and as always, if you like this, please like, share, subscribe, etc., etc. Yes. Pass I John- on the love. iJohnson92 for you at yeah. Twitter. Doody Dutron for me on Twitter. And Shake and Not Nerd. On the YouTube, etc. On the YouTube, the Facebook, the Twitter, and the Instagram. Insta. Yes. <laughs> Thank but you very yes. much. This has been episode 13. Tell your mum all about us. You're not Rove McManus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you now. Yeah. Catch all you right. next week, guys. See you guys. Oh, God. That Vegemite is in my throat with the fucking toothpaste. Wait. Three measures of Gordon's, one of vodka, half a measure of Kinder Lily. Shake it over rice and then add a thin slice of lemon. Chicken or stir? Do I look like I give a damn?